Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash POS for a $1 per month trial. There was this moment near the end of the most recent January 6th hearing that really stood out to me. The House Select Committee had just laid out what former President Donald Trump was doing as a violent mob descended on the Capitol. They said that for hours, Trump sat in his private White House dining room and watched the attack play out on TV. What's more, they said he made no effort to call off his supporters or to call in more law enforcement. And right before the committee wrapped up for the night, Republican Liz Cheney took the mic and seemed to say, we can't let this guy even get close to the White House ever again. And every American must consider this. Can a president who is willing to make the choices Donald Trump made during the violence of January 6th ever be trusted with any position of authority in our great nation again? Well, sources tell CNN that Trump is now weighing when to launch his 2024 campaign, not if. And while he's not on the ballot this November, his election lies are playing a big part in Republican primaries across the country. Just look at Arizona. Trump is backing a whole slate of GOP candidates there who have no problem repeating his falsehoods. My guest today is CNN's Donny O'Sullivan. Ahead of the state's primary on Tuesday, he went to Arizona to see if the January 6 hearings are breaking through and if Republican voters are still on board with Trump leading the party going forward. It's July 31st, and this is the Sunday edition of CNN Five Things. I'm David Rind. Donny, can you give me a quick rundown of these primary races in Arizona on Tuesday and tell me why those of us who don't live there should be paying attention? Arizona is ground zero for some of the biggest threats to American democracy that we've seen since the 2020 election. You know, that is a state that really upset Trump that he lost. Uh, People might remember that uh, Fox News called Arizona particularly early uh, for Biden. It turned out that they were correct. But ever since then, there has been just an obsession with overturning the results of the election in Arizona. Hmm. Now there's a slate of Republican candidates that Trump is backing who say they would not have certified the results of the 2020 election. These are people running for positions, some positions that people normally wouldn't really care about, positions that people don't normally talk that much about, like secretary of state within individual states in the case of Arizona. He's tough as hell. He's incredible. He is- there is a man running in the Republican primary there whose name is Mark Fincham. He's a conspiracy theorist. When Arizonans had concerns about their election, Mark Fincham had the courage to hold the hearing that led to the Arizona audit. He has spouted all the election conspiracy theories, uh, says he would have overturned the results uh, of the election. And, you know, why this matters is because secretary of states normally are the ones who oversee elections. We will no longer accept corruptness. And I know for a fact we will no longer accept rigged elections. Who's with me on that? Likewise, Trump is backing another candidate, Carrie Lake, uh, for governor, who similarly has spouted anti-democratic conspiracy theories, saying that, you know, the election was stolen and whatnot. So we went down to Arizona ahead of these primaries. 
on a day that Trump and Pence were holding basically competing events. Uh, the former president and former vice president are backing two different candidates for governor, which is seen as, you know, Pence's major kind of break with Trump. And a lot of people are looking at it as kind of like the proxy uh, fight for the 2024 nomination. My name is Donny O'Sullivan. Hi, Donny. I'm with CNN. Are you big okay. CNN fans? No, no. Why are you here today? So in the morning time, we went to an event uh, just outside of Phoenix. I will say that not a great idea for a pale, overweight Irish man to go to Arizona in the middle of July. Yeah, it's hot out there. It was literally, literally the hottest thing I have ever experienced. So we go to this Pence event. Are you a Trump supporter? I voted for Trump twice. If uh, Mike Pence runs, I'm voting for Mike Pence. Okay, so why is that? I just think that, you know, everyone's seen the January 6th committee. Uh, what was interesting was, you know, we spoke to some Republicans there who are done with Trump. Trump was just sitting in the dining room for three hours and was watching Fox News and just, uh, just not doing anything while democracy was under attack. It kind of got underneath my skin. and. Some of them are even watching the January 6th hearings and saying, this is bad stuff. This is bad what Trump did that day. Like it's getting through to some of them. It is. Actually, the people we spoke to who it seems to be getting true to is, are, are younger, younger Republicans. Uh, I see you have a brooch there, a shiny brooch that says woman for Trump. Yes. Trump, of course, Now, also in that room were women. I spoke to them and I said, you're here at this event with Pence. Trump is not a big fan of Pence right now. Hmm. And you're here to support a candidate that Trump isn't backing. I'm still very loyal to President Trump. I still think he was the best president we ever had. I don't think he made the right decision in this case. Um, I don't hold that against him. I took it into consideration that he did that. That being said, those same women said they weren't too happy with Pence uh, for not trying to overturn the election on January 6th. Would you like to see Trump run again for president or do you think it's... 100%. I would. And they also said that they want to see Trump run again. So hmm. in that room, you could really feel just how much disarray the Republican Party is. Also in that room was Rusty Bowers, a top Arizona Republican who actually testified before the January 6th committee. You know, I, I did my part to find out. Others did their part another way. They found out. We came to the same conclusion. Now we need to let it go and move forward. That's how I feel. Testify before January 6th committee who said that Trump lost here in Arizona. And again, you can feel from him, he just wants to move on. He wants the Republican Party to move on from Trump. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to ask because we've seen... You know, Pence kind of come out and, and makes these veiled references to moving on, not looking back. Do you get a sense that hardcore Trump supporters are on that same message moving forward? Or are they still kind of swept up in 2020 election conspiracies and, and things like that? Yeah. So after the Pence event, we drove uh, about 90 minutes up the road to Prescott Valley and you know, we spoke to a lot of Trump supporters. I think you know that, that he really lost the election, right? No. I think he won the election. You do? Yes. Absolutely, 100%. Most of them who we spoke to are still all in on Trump. And Biden, uh, out of his basement, won this election. No way. 
There's Don't nothing, believe it. There's nothing that'll change your mind. Nothing. They believe the election was stolen. They don't believe somehow that January 6th, that, that Trump supporters were responsible for that. They think it was you know, all a setup. Well, I can tell you, I was there that day and there was, I saw a lot of Trump supporters. I didn't see any Antifa. But how do you know? Because they dress up like the regular people. But no Antifa members have been indicted, right? Like they've been. I don't been know. Charged. I haven't watched it. Yeah. I don't really care about it. I mm. think it's all bogus. I think it's. And they want Trump to run again. Some people we've met there. Some of them are saying, "Well, we do love Trump," but mm. they say, "You know, but we like DeSantis too." We hear the name DeSantis a lot. Right, because DeSantis is pretty Trumpy himself. Exactly, and what we hear all the time from a lot of Trump supporters is. You know, DeSantis, he's got all the good things about Trump, but he doesn't like tweet crazy and he doesn't have the baggage is what we hear a lot. Yeah. So, Tony, you spent a lot of time talking to Trump supporters at Trump specific events and they still parrot a lot of these election lies. Is that indicative of Republicans across the country or is this just kind of isolated to these true believers who will make the trek to these rallies, wait in line, that kind of thing? You know, I think a lot of people look at these pieces that I do report and say, oh, well, that's just the fringe. We don't need to worry about them. But these fundamental beliefs at the core of it, that the election was stolen, it's not fringe. It's mainstream in the Republican Party. Two thirds of Republicans, 66 percent, according to a, a CNN poll uh, that was released over the past week, 66 percent of them do not believe that Biden fairly won the election. CNN projects that Doug Mastriano is the winner of the Pennsylvania Republican primary for governor. We're seeing across the country in state after state, a lot of election deniers winning Republican primaries. He is a known election denier who actually attended the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th. He was pictured up on the Capitol grounds that day. You know, I, I think we can all be guilty sometimes of being overly alarmist but really just doesn't take a lot of imagination to see the dangerous route this could potentially go. If you have people now who are running for positions with oversight of elections like Secretary of States and governors, and they're repeating election conspiracy theories because their guy lost, it's not hard to see what might happen in 2024 if their guy loses. Right. If they said, I wouldn't have certified 2020, what's to stop them from doing it the next race. Yeah. And all of this, of course, is then enabled by the lies and disinformation that people are being fed and they're buying into. It gives license for this to happen. Yeah, it's no longer a conspiracy theory when it's proven like six months later. Mm. I've never been that. I always thought they were wackadoos, you know? What changed? And then um, because I've seen, unfortunately, you see it now that's out there. You just have to get off of mainstream media. You, you know, the people that we speak to, the 66% of Republicans that don't believe Biden fairly won the election, those people will look at these candidates who might otherwise have appeared extreme and say, well, yeah, I mean, they're right. We don't believe the election was free and fair. We have so many people like yourselves who don't believe there's free or fair elections. What's next for the United States of America? Hopefully each state gets a good governor and gets a good attorney general and they can get the laws changed in each state to get rid of 
the ways for them to cheat, get rid of the... It's quite a, frankly, a, a scary situation that I, I think the, the U.S. Is, is heading. Well, Tony O'Sullivan, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it. Thanks, David. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Here's something else to look out for this week. Four other states have primaries on Tuesday, and we'll be closely watching what happens in Kansas. That's because voters there will be deciding on a constitutional amendment related to abortion. It's the first time abortion has been put to a vote since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Now, the procedure won't be outlawed if the amendment passes, but experts say it will make it easier for lawmakers to enact new restrictions. The Sunday edition of CNN Five Things is produced by Paolo Ortiz and me, David Rind. Our production manager is Matt Dempsey. Our senior producer is Mohammed Darwish. Our supervising producer is Greg Peppers. And the executive producer of CNN Audio is Megan Marcus. Have a nice week. I'll talk to you later. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. This week on Chasing Life... I'm a health reporter and have been for 15 years. And even I feel overwhelmed by some of the things I read about the stuff we're eating. My colleague Meg Terrell wanted to take a deep dive into something you've probably heard a lot about recently. Ultra-processed foods. There is a lot to learn there, some fascinating stuff. And some of it is probably going to change the way you shop. Listen to Chasing Life wherever you get your podcasts.